Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. I'm your host, Joseph Jude. When we think of marketing, we need to use all formats of content that are possible. That includes image, text, and not forgetting video. But most small businesses think video is way too expensive. My guest today, Nasif, has a solution for that. He says small businesses can do video marketing in a very, very lean budget. Let's find that out today. Hello, Nasif. Welcome to the conversation. Thanks a lot, Joseph. Thanks for having me. Let's start with this question. Why should video be part of marketing for small businesses? I think it's, it's more of a business thing than a marketing thing. Videos are the content format that every platform is supporting nowadays. And especially if you're in the early stages of your business and you don't have a recognizable brand and people have not seen you, especially like for me, who has launched a company very recently. They have not seen me. I don't go to live events. I, I don't go to conferences. So the only way for people to see me is through videos. So the way the sessions, the kind of sessions we are doing right now, that's how people get to see me. And they at least feel like I've seen this guy and uh, I know him, though we have not met in person. So I think than just marketing from a business's standpoint, videos are very important for people to get to know you especially if you are not a large personal brand yourself or people have not seen you as a business or the people behind the business in person. Uh, the second thing is that, like I said, a lot of platforms are now boosting video. We know that YouTube shorts are getting very popular. They're getting a large number of views. YouTube's algorithm itself push, is pushing it a lot. And active, uh, uh, active B2B platforms like LinkedIn, they're also pushing video quite a lot. I've seen very recently that LinkedIn is trying to organically push videos a lot. So I don't think there is any reason for any business, especially B2B businesses to not start using video because that's how, that's one of the, if not for in-person meetings, videos are the next best way for you to establish a connect with your audience. What are the key steps that are involved in creating a good video marketing campaign i usually don't look at a video as a campaign as such i okay. look at it more like an asset that is created for eternity people say that you have to create evergreen content for it to do well over the long run that's a different discussion altogether essentially there are three steps the first is planning which is where you decide what type of video to create are you going to create explainer videos product specific videos talking phase videos what type of video to create Second is what topics should you create videos around? That's also very critical. What should be the duration of the video, for example? How should the storyboard look like? You might not create the entire script in the first step, but you plan it out completely end to end, including keywords, how should the content look like, the format, etc. The second step is the creation process, which is where if, if you are doing uh, a video with a professional voiceover, you have to write the script. You have to convert the storyboard into the script. Then you have to actually create the video, do the editing part, the review part, etc. And depending on the type of video you create, the scripting might also vary, right? If you are doing something like a webinar, you might do it unscripted as well, or you can uh, do it completely scripted. You can do it live or on demand. Uh, if it's a short two to three minute video where you are sharing tips, let's say five tips for video marketing, that is going to be something like me talking in front of a camera and that again will require a different kind of a script. Right? So it, it all depends on the type of video you create as well. So creation is the second stage. And the third stage is the optimization and promotion stage. 
So depending on the platform that you're using to promote the video, let's say for example, YouTube, uh, there are different elements like the title of the video, the file name, the description, the thumbnail that you have to optimize for the video to do well on a platform like YouTube. Or if you're promoting something, promoting a video on LinkedIn, similarly, there are a few best, uh, best practices that you have to follow, like starting with a good hook, uh, again, adding a nice thumbnail, keeping the video not too very long. So things like those. So depending on the platform, there are different optimization techniques. And for promotion, again, uh, there are a lot of ways in which you can do it. Like I said, YouTube, LinkedIn, and probably if you get that time, we'll talk about more techniques as well as we go along. But uh, essentially, this is how I look at it. You start with planning, you have the creation stage, and finally, you have the optimization and promotion stage. So, Nasif, you gave an example of a solopreneur as a content marketer. But let's talk about a CMO of an ID services. They want to create content for an ID services from their firm. How should they go about doing it? What are the different content that they can do? Because say, for example, if it's a product company, it's a lot more easier. They can, they can do an explainer video. Yeah. They can show the product being used at different situations. But how should this be done for a services company? So first, of course, they have to promote their services, right? So along, along those lines, they have to talk about how each of their services will help particular use cases in industry. Let's say, for example, I started my career with an IT company with Hexaware Technologies. So Hexaware Technologies was primarily serving four or five industries back in the time. And one of them was banking and financial services. So if you have, let's say, application support, if you offer as a company application support and maintenance services, you probably would want to talk about how the company's application support and maintenance services can make a change to the way a bank operates digitally, right? There are more details to it, but I'm just mm, staying mm, at a 10,000 feet mm. level. So if you start thinking in this direction, you will, you will start creating that tree. Like I said, a little while back, you start with an anchor, you divide that into different cat uh, categories, and then you add multiple branches to it. So in banking, in application support, what are the use cases and how you as a company, how your capabilities can make a difference. So that's one way of thinking, thinking about it. The other way is that this is, this is when you talk about your services, right? The second thing is that the three, the three major objectives that any video uh, should have, or a video should have at least one of these three objectives. One is entertain, second mm -hmm. emote, or third educate, right? So mm -hmm. when you think about your content uh, and it works for businesses also, this is not just for individual creators. It works for businesses as well. You can think this in this direction, right? One is you can, if you. Uh, put the first category under education. Let's say you're trying to help your prospects as to how a specific set of services is helping them uh, solve a problem. So that can be put under the educate uh, segment. The second is mm, I recently saw a campaign from HP. It was in the cybersecurity space and they're talking about the implications of a cybersecurity data breach. Mm -hmm. And it they were actually trying to inflict fear in you the viewers and they i think they did a very good job at it and this is how you emote right you're you're obviously you want to sell your solutions and they are not talking about the solution at all they just had you know at the end at the beginning an intro and outro about hp that's it but throughout the video they are creating a story as to what are the implications of a data breach and how cybersecurity as a as a domain can help 
right? So that's an example of an emote, emotional kind of video. The other thing can be entertaining. Let's say, for example, you are running, you are, you're having a festival celebration in your office, right? You can convert that into video and these kind of videos and posts tend to get more engagement on YouTube or any platform for that matter, because we all like to see great things happening around us. So these are essentially the three pillars in which you can think. And then, like I said, if you follow the same structure, you will start finding more ideas within these three. Okay. So, okay. I have understood the need for video marketing, the three steps that you gave planning, creation and distribution and promotion that you talked about. And the, now the three forms of the video content, education, emotion, and entertainment. So you've talked about all of those things. I've gotten all of these things. Now I'm ready. <laughs> what are the equipments and tools and the software that I should use? What would you recommend? As a, as a lean video marketing, what would you recommend? Yeah, so it, it all depends on the stage that you are in. Right? You, can, you can create videos with very less investment. And you can give, go all the way up to setting up a professional video studio, right? And it really depends on uh, how you want to do it. So if you're starting off, especially if you're someone like me, a business owner who has recently started off, you obviously want to operate lean, right? And you have to look for ways to not burn your dollars a lot, right? And there are a few elements that, that, that you have to consider, right? One is, of course, a camera. So you don't have to essentially go for those 1 lakh, 1.5 lakh INR uh, cameras. You can start with either your own laptop's camera, which might not offer a great quality, but if you want to take it one step higher, you can go for a web camera. Like for example, I'm using a web camera now. Uh, the second thing is lighting. Uh, as much as possible, if you don't want to invest in lighting, you can go, if you have a good natural lighting source in your, in your room, try and use that. Right? I'm not using a lighting right now, though it's not something that I would personally recommend. But if you want to operate lean, these things, it's your content that matters more. Right? Mm. It's, it's not the lighting, it's not the setup. The third thing is a microphone. You can either use your own headset that you already have, or you can buy a decent microphone for as less as 2000 rupees, not more than that. So you can go higher as you as you mature more, but you can start with that. So that's in terms of the hardware equipment. When it comes to so it comes to software, if you are hosting your own content and you know doing sessions like these by inviting guests, you can either go for something like a Riverside that Joseph is right now using. We are using right now, for which of course you'll have to pay, or you can go for all the the, the usual video conferencing applications that we use like Zoom uh, or Teams. If you already have a paid subscription, well and great. You can go with that. You don't have to use like a Riverside. There are other options like Restream, StreamYard, etc. If you want to go for the paid paid ones. So that's on the streaming part of it. If you are recording videos like these, if you are screen recording a video, then you can go for tools like Loom or V.io, which offer, which again, of course, are paid services. But with a watermark, a lot of these tools offer their free versions as well. Right? So if you're okay you are having a watermark on your video, you can start using them as well. For editing, my all-time favorite, Canva. <laughs> I do very basic editing on Canva. I'm not a video editor. I, I edit my own videos. I use Canva for it. But if you already know video editing as a skill, then you can think about using something like an Adobe Premiere. If you have a MacBook, it comes with iMovies. That's a decent tool as well. So basically, it's about trying to use first what you have with you as your own resources, whether it's software or hardware. Second, 
think about what are the things that you might have to purchase but at a very limited budget and you will find a lot of options you search on youtube go watch reviews and buy something that fits your pocket so that's that's how you start and if you want to scale you can do that gradually right if you go want to improve your lighting you can go for a softbox lighting setup you can go for a professional camera a very popular type of microphone used by youtube creators is the blue yeti mic which costs i think starts from 9000 10000 rupees so there are plenty of options but you can start small like how i am doing <laughs> and then slowly improve from there yeah <clears throat> you can also start with your own smartphone as well for for exactly. many of the <laughs> for many of the instagrammers uh in fact even some of the the latest phones the google pixels the ios phones their resolution is extremely good it, it's fantastic so you can yeah. use those as well if you are recording outside the video may not the audio may not be really good but yeah inside a room it's it's really good okay so we have talked about creating this particular video planning content all of those kinds of stuff how can i use this video multiple times what are the different ways i can use it is it is it only hosted on youtube and done what are the different ways i can use this? one of the biggest mistakes that uh, especially b2b businesses uh, do is that they create a video and forget about it if you look at individual creators or influencers they are very good at using that their video content in multiple other ways but b2b businesses in general they are a little you know they don't utilize the potential of videos to the fullest extent when it comes to distribution so one thing like you said you post it on youtube and you try to optimize it as much as possible using the elements that i mentioned in the beginning like you, you optimize the title the description the hashtags that you use the thumbnail you use you make sure you add end cards so there are there are those youtube optimization techniques that you have to follow of course so that's where you start right and you over time you you start ranking well on youtube if you do the seo elements correct and you can go for tools like vidiq or tubebuddy which will help you understand what are the different trending topics in your space keywords that you should pick hashtags you should go after even youtube's native platform has a tab called research wherein you will be able to understand in a specific niche if you put in a keyword youtube will give you a set of keywords uh, along with their volume not a volume value you will be able to see whether it is high medium or low so you can make use of all these tools to make sure you optimize the video for youtube seo that is number one the second thing is that think about what where else can you use it and how can you use mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. the where part is of course other platforms right can you use it on linkedin and within linkedin can you promote it on the company page can you promote it on your own employees or leaders pages right their their handles you as a company are you having multiple pages for example so i so my business scale grow it has a company handle and i have another newsletter for which i have a different linkedin handle so you if you have multiple handles or multiple pages for your business try to leverage that as well right? and if you want to go one step further and if you have the time and resources you can start posting in relevant linkedin groups as well so that's that's what that's how we can do it as far as linkedin is concerned the other ways in which you can do is where else can you embed the content right where where are the other related pieces where you can embed the content blog posts for example let's say you are writing an article on five video marketing tips taking a very generic example you can you can create a video or probably you would have already created a video that talks about five video marketing tips or whatever or a specific tip that we have 
uh, spoken about in that article in that section you can easily embed that video and it fits into the context as well so if let's say 100 people visit that article uh, per day if 10 people click that adds to 10 views to your youtube uh, uh, channel as well and with mm -hmm. increase in views it will help further boost youtube seo as well right can you also include this in your other campaigns like for example email campaigns uh, or let's say your linkedin outreach campaigns so uh, one of the things that you can do is especially when sales sales people or sdrs reach out to uh, prospects on linkedin uh, i don't see a lot of them using supporting material it's usually is just a pitch deck or a link to the services page right but what you can do is if if you have a founder or a ca let's say a ceo let's say for example who shares thought leadership content in your industry let's say he has spoken he or she has spoken in a recent conference sharing uh, thoughts on whatever your uh, niche is right you can use that as a link as a supporting content in your outreach right so that helps further improve your videos reach and distribution right so if you think like this you will always find different avenues for you to include these videos and i've also seen people doing this in email signatures but it's up to you whether you want to uh, do it let's say you recently and this can be done specifically for event related videos mm. let's say for example your company raised a funding recently and you want to maximize the reach you can start adding the link in your email signature as well so that whenever your email goes out people see uh, see it and some of them might click on it as well right so that's another way in which you can actually promote your uh, videos the second thing is that if you are doing let's say webinars if you are speaking in live conferences you can use your video as a supporting material for your presentation as well. and it really depends on the type of video but it's all about thinking in the direction of how i can use every single opportunity to promote my business and video of course is one of the most important content types that you have Nasheed, cmos when you talk to them one of the thing that almost all of the executives will talk about is the kpis because anything that they yeah. do they need to track how is it performing what's the kind of returns i'm getting and so on and so forth so with respect to video as such, what are the KPIs that people can, people can track and how can they track? So I think video, video is a very, it's a very demand gen specific channel, right? I think I, I see this tendency for people to see it as a demand capture channel. And what I mean by that is people think, okay, I've created 10 videos. I should be getting five leads each, at least from one video. So shouldn't video have contributed to 50 leads in total, right? I think we'll have to do away first with that kind of a mindset because videos don't work that way. I'll give you a very a real life example from my company, the last company that I worked in Econ Systems. We had a customer come and tell us, we saw your video on this particular product and it was very well done. Why don't you do more such videos? Right? So there was no attribution, mm. there was no tracking in your Google Analytics. Your uh, analytics didn't tell you this information but you have to understand that this kind of an impact happens so that said you obviously want to try and track this as much as possible you can set up tracking in google analytics how much of traffic you are getting from youtube how many conversions are happening if you do the goal goal definition set up properly in google analytics you'll be able to see how many conversions youtube as a channel has contributed to so that is how you try to capture how much it has contributed to increasing the pipeline or leads of the company but what i personally prefer to do is 
like i said consider it as a pure demand generation channel where i want to measure more of a top of the funnel top of the funnel metrics i mean for example it depends on the platforms as well that you use let's say if you're using youtube what are the different metrics that you can look at uh, one is of course uh, at a video level you can look at the number of uh, views uh, the likes comments that you get uh, but at a consolidated channel level uh, in youtube you can uh, look at uh, the total number of impressions uh, that you are getting for your video the total number of clicks uh, the click through rate the number of subscribers that you have the total watch hours you have received the retention rate of your video so retention rate apparently uh, as youtube says it is one of the most important metrics among the other things that i mentioned which is why you see a lot of creators starting with hooks like here are seven ways to improve your productivity and the seventh one will shock you right so you would have seen <laughs> hooks like those intros like those that is because youtube gives a lot of value to retention rate and people want you to see uh, creators want you to see the video till the end so retention rate is another metric so this is what you can see on uh, youtube if you are using linkedin as a platform you can uh, look at the number of so when you post on linkedin a video on linkedin there are it will tell you how many people have how many unique viewers have you received and how many total views have you received and what is the number of minutes for which the video has been viewed so there the number of the kind of metrics is slightly different right so depending on the platform that you use for hosting the video the metrics might change plus on youtube you can dive a little deeper also you can look at uh, the demographic data of your viewers how many subscribers versus non subscribers have mm. uh, uh, viewed your video so you get all this data in youtube analytics uh, basically and whenever you are putting youtube elsewhere uh, youtube video elsewhere if you are embedding the video using the youtube code snippet on your website or an email you will be able to see how much traffic has come from that those sources as well it will show up as external sources in youtube analytics so you'll be able to see you know dig down and see that kind of breakdown as well right so these are basically the top of the funnel metrics you can measure plus like i said in the beginning you can also go one level deeper and look at your google analytics data to see how much of a traffic youtube has brought in and how many conversions it has resulted okay let's talk some examples now you already talked about hps cybersecurity video what are the other examples b2b examples that you have seen done really well either one of the example that you gave is the ceo talking about certain topics as a thought leader mm-hmm. have you seen some of these videos can you share some of the examples so uh, one of the companies an indian example that has that i like a lot and i think has done video marketing especially on linkedin they are not that big on youtube yet but they actively promote videos on youtube the company is factors ai it's a bangalore based company and they sell a marketing attribution and analytics platform and they have created some videos which are like platform walk through videos where they show this is how the platform works and this is the kind of data that you get in the platform and you see a lot of this is a recent trend in the b2b space where you have and that's how the that's how that's the entire model behind tools like loom wherein you create these screen recording videos mm. rather than you telling hey these are the features of my software you give a real feel of what it looks like or how it looks like inside the platform right so i see factors i doing this well they do a lot of linkedin live events as well where they collaborate with their ideal customer personas vps of marketing or chief operating officers or even ceos for that matter so they collaborate with these creators as well to 
host LinkedIn live events, even that is video marketing, right? So that's another example. And the CEO as well, like you said, uh, the CEO as well comes on some of these videos and he talks about, you know, how the product helps or in general about how marketing analytics is changing or helping businesses arrive at better decisions, right? So that's one example that I can think of. Another one, a product that we all have heard about and is an excellent, excellent example of category creation in B2B, which is Gong. So Gong is a sales intelligence and conversational analytics or intelligence platform that will tell you that will help you analyze sales conversations with prospects and give you insights as to how you can improve it. Right? So Gong has this video on YouTube that takes you through a daily routine of a VP of sales and how the product mm -hmm. helps that VP of sales improve his or her uh, productivity uh, and why this is so attractive to me is that i've never seen a video which is more laser targeted or so sharply targeted to a, to a to a persona so vp of sales is probably the most important target customer for gong and they have they have spoken to that persona right yet the the two to three minute video takes you through the routine of a vp of sales and how he starts his day, how he opens Gong and how, how does he use all the insights he gets from the tool and how he uses that to reduce time, improve his productivity, achieve better results, etc. So I found that video to be very attractive. So that's a great example I can think of. Another Indian example is, is, is a media company. It's an online media company called Analytics India Magazine. They're quite big on YouTube and it's not just one video, but a mix of videos that they're doing. like. Uh, all the examples that we mentioned, right? Either they do live video podcasts like these, or they sometimes have their founder come and speak on a video about a particular topic. So there is a wide variety of videos that they're creating. So that's another example that I can uh, think of. Okay. So fantastic. Well, really good examples. Now let's flip it. What are the mistakes that you've seen people do while doing video <laughs> marketing? So one thing I think we have already covered is that you create a video and you forget about it, right? That's, that's the biggest sin you can do as a, as a marketer because you're not already using your existing potential. People go behind new things, but they sometimes forget to uh, leverage what they already have. So that is, that's number one. The second thing is that people think it's too difficult or it's, it's too expensive to get started with videos, right? I think it's to some extent, it's that image is created by marketing agencies as well because whenever you try to outsource video creation to anybody, it's 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 pretty damn expensive. It, but as, as a matter of fact, it's not that expensive because we spoke about how you can yeah. do video marketing lean, right? So it's not going to cost you much in terms of equipment, software, etc. What else do you need? You need a video editor probably. And you can, in India, you can mm. get a decent video editor at 60K per mm. month, not, not more than that. Right. Uh, as an individual contributor, you can find people for, for that uh, kind of a salary. The second thing is that you need a subscription to uh, stock image and video databases, right? You have Shutterstock, you can you have uh, iStock, whichever you want to go with. They, they offer different kinds mm -hmm. of plans, right? And, and they're not very costly either. You can either go with, with a per image purchase model or they offer like a package you buy 20, 30 a month, whether it's images or videos. Right. So that's all you're going to end up, you know, spending it. So it's, it's actually not a lot, right. If you look at it, so you can start with video marketing quite cheap. And if you don't want to hire a, a video marketer internally, you can go to websites like Fiverr or Upwork for basic editing work. I'm mm -hmm. saying, 
for something a little more comprehensive where you want end to end help i suggest that you probably go with a specialized video marketing agency or any any marketing agency that does a good job in this but you can get things done for much lesser than you think when it comes to video marketing so that's that's the second thing and the third thing is that people think it takes a lot of time mm. you know i'm not saying it doesn't take time at all but there are ways in which you can reduce that time right one is instead of a lot of people they they have they they start to think because the kind of videos that we have seen on youtube are like those fancy good lighting long videos with properly scripted ones and all of that stuff right you don't have to necessarily create videos like those right think about conversations like these this these conversations go for like 45 minutes one hour and you can easily uh, repurpose split this into uh, pieces post it in multiple platforms so one one single uh, effort of one hour and probably another couple of hours of preparation max gives you something that you can use for your lifetime mm. right so it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to involve a lot of effort right of course when you as you progress you can try to invest more time and try to do that more professionally but what i'm saying is that it doesn't take as much of an effort as you think because i am running an agency i don't have in fact i take care of all my video marketing efforts and i already have a youtube channel that i've started where i publish 14 videos right so if if someone can, like me can do this anyone can do this so that's the third mistake i feel and i think it's it people start change it's time that people start changing these beliefs and you know you it, there is no excuse for you to not start with video marketing i i hope uh, people get these the mistakes that they do and the solutions for that that's why we are talking about lean video marketing uh, yeah good nasif thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about this lean video marketing with the tools the process the examples and the mistakes now to all my guests i ask three rapid fire questions okay <laughs> so let's go into it the first thing is what's the kindest thing anyone has done for you okay interesting question i would say i if i if i were take a recent example so it's not just one instance but whenever someone agrees to give their time either virtually like this or in person for something that doesn't concern them immediately i find that very valuable and very kind of them right and i'm of course given the stage that i'm in in my business i'm trying to build relationships and if someone has taken the time to come to let's say a coffee shop to meet me for like i said something that doesn't concern them immediately i find that to be very kind and very considerate of them the second one is this podcast is about leadership in that particular sense what is the best leadership quality you think is the one and who manifested in your life i think one one thing that i mean there are of course a lot of other qualities in in a leader compassion you talk about empathy and lead from the front and th- things like those but what i feel uh, is one of the biggest responsibilities of a leader is to create an environment for learning mm. it need not be necessarily in the form of taking uh, daily 15 minute sessions on this is how you should do your work but more like either guiding you in the right direction maybe hey why don't you take that course or why don't you go for this particular event and not just related to what that business is doing right it's it's, it's outside of that is what i mean right or why don't you take help from this person why don't you read this book things like things like these where you create that environment for learning and sometimes you don't actually 
realize this is happening and the leader also sometimes does this uh, unintentionally right so i i when i started my uh, career with hexaware that's that's where i started learning marketing and i found hexaware to be a great place the marketing team to be a great place to learn these things i don't know if she did this intentionally <laughs> or unintentionally but i'm talking about the then cmo of hexaware aparna jera who was my boss's boss i was reporting to someone who was reporting to the cmo so i was basically cmo minus 2 at hexaware but she's not working with hexaware anymore but what i was about to say is that she was very enthusiastic about tech so she came from a tech background she's she then became a marketer later and she used to try every single marketing tool out there everything cool that came to the market she at least should had had people evaluate it and since it was i was actually part of the marketing analytics and martech team there and it was my responsibility to evaluate these tools so that's how i got a lot of exposure to cool tools that in usual scenarios marketers would not have access to let's let's say for example demand base it's an intent intelligence and abm platform now it is very popular but back in 2018 19 nobody knew about it right so that at that time i got an opportunity to be hands on on that platform so i think that creating that opportunity for people to learn uh is is very important i think uh, that's that's a key trait any leader should have absolutely absolutely finally nasif what is your definition of living a good life <laughs> so i think it keeps changing uh, as you grow older you know if you ask me 5 6 years back it was it probably would have been all work work <laughs> now as i grow more mature and i'm starting to i'm still early in my life you know learning the ropes of life but now my definition of a good life has changed a good life uh, at the moment the definition is balancing time with work and family plus inching towards your long term goal every single day right like for me uh, professionally the goal is setting up my business giving it stability create a team create a space for people to come together so that's my long term goal and i have to be inching towards it every single day even the conversation that we are having today is actually part of that long term goal i'm happy to be part of your long term journey nasif <laughs> and yeah i mean thanks a lot for the opportunity like i said you asked me what is the uh, kindest thing someone has done to me and this is a great example like i said someone giving out their time and you know to have a conversation with me so that itself is this is a great gesture thanks for that thank you thank you nasif uh, i reciprocate that in the sense that again i don't make money out of podcast and for me to speak to some of the experts i get a free lesson and our <laughs> marketing marketing masterclass in video marketing so so i'm i'm thankful for that thank you my pleasure raj sir i hope you enjoyed our conversation can i request you to share the key takeaways from today's podcast if you like the conversation please share the podcast with all the others have a life of vince